The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Yomara, Baba Metziah, Daf, Chav Gimal. This Daf is being studied. The Adon Shmat, Marat, Zekenati, Yafa, Bat, Sarah, the Abraham Ben Esther. This Daf is being studied. לעילון נשמת מורי ורבי ועטרת ראשי חכם ברוך רפאל בן מרים That's your site is today רוח השם תניחם בגן עדן אמן דוד בן סטדל לרפואה שלמה חיים אהרון בן לאה אינה רפאלה לו רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף ורפואתו קרבה לבו וכן ירסו ונאמר אמן ובגין תרייס דף ענחב בית עמוד בית and we are going to start at the uh, two dots, right in the middle of the daf. It's corresponding the Tosafot, two lines under the Tosafot of Tiyufta. Kirichot Bereshut Rabbi Mare Elu Shelo. We learned in the Mishnah, you find small bundles of grains in the Bereshut Rabbim, Shikishibtem. Amar Rabbah. Even if the kirichot have a siman, you could keep it. Famous subject of siman asuli dares. If you have something on the shulter of beam, eventually it's going to be trampled. People are going to step on it. So even though there's a siman on it, the owner says, what's the siman going to be worth? By the time it gets finished being trampled, there's not going to be a siman anymore in order to be able to identify the object. So Rabbah says, even if these kirichot had a siman and they're in the Rishut HaRabim, you could keep them. Because a siman that's destined to be trampled is not considered a siman. Rabbah Amar, Rabbah says no, Rabbah would have Alice, no, that which we said, that's talking about, because there was no Siman, but if there is a Siman, and therefore since Siman, the guy doesn't give up, he says, you know what, it's not going to get destroyed. He still has his mind on it. So then we have a fantastic mahlokit in the Mishnah, how to learn the case of Kirichot. According to Rabbah, it's talking about even if there is a siman on it. Because it's going to be asuli dares. It's going to be trampled. And then for the guy, uh, he even languages ownership. He's miyayish. According to Rabbah, he says, no, he only without a siman. But with a siman, I have to give it back. Why? Because siman asuli dares. A siman that's destined to be trampled is a siman. Therefore, you have to return it. Big machloket. Some have this machloket between Rabbah and Rabbah independent. On this subject of a siman that's destined to be trampled. Rabbah says it's not a siman. Means the guy is miyayish. The Rava Amar Avesiman. Tenan. We learn tonight Mishnah Kirichot Pesut. Rabbi Mare Elushelo. If you find Kirichot in the public domain, you're able to keep the Birshut Yachid. But if it's in the private domain, Notel Umachriz. You have to announce it. Hechidame Idelit Behusiman. Now the Gemara goes. If it's talking about in the Mishnah, 
where there is no siman on these kirichot, the reshut the yachid may makriz. So what are you announcing in the reshut the yachid? If there's no siman on it, even the reshut the yachid should be able to keep it. Ella must be the Mishnah is talking about there is a siman. And it says, even if there's a siman, you can keep it in the Shutrim. You see what? Because since it's destined to be trampled on, that's like I said, the siman. This is a refutation against Lava. Because again, if you're going to learn the Mishnah, it's talking about whether there is a siman. So that's why we understand why you can keep it in the Shutan Abim. In the Shutan Yahid, Siman, announce it. Very simple. And the guy will, will identify by giving the Siman. I in the Shutan Abim, if there's a Siman, why could you keep it? Because it's Siman Asuli Dares. Because it's going to be trampled. And the Dinah Siman Asuli Dares, to have a Siman. Therefore, the guy is Mihaesh. It makes sense according to Rabbah. But how is Rabbah going to learn the Mishnah? Amalekha Rabbah. Rabbah says, no, I have no problem. Le'olam delet behu Siman. Really, it's talking about what the Mishnah is. There's no siman. Udeka amar v'rishut ayachid my machriz machriz makom. Ah, and that which asked me a question. If I told you the case is talking about there's no siman, so the rishut that I've been explaining to you, there's no siman. Therefore, you get to keep it. So why in the rishut ayachid do you have to announce it? There's no siman. No, because the uh, the place is a siman, which means. You'll come along and say, you found an object in the Shuti Yahid, and the guy will come along and say, oh, did you find it in this, such a, such an area? So therefore, the makom of the Shuti Yahid is a siman. In the Shuti Rabin, the makom is not a siman because the item moves around. Therefore, you, know, you can't identify it by makom. But in the Shuti Yahid, it's not too many people walking by the Shuti Yahid. Therefore, you can identify it by the makom. So that's the way Rabba will learn the Mishnah. No siman by the Shuti Rabin, no siman, keep it. But it should be a no siman. So uh, how does the guy get identified? Via the makom. Makom have a siman according to Rabbah. That's the way we're learning it. But Rabbah Ahmad, makom do have a siman. Oh, and Rabbah is going to say, no, makom, that's not considered a siman. Okay? The itma, and we have another mahluk on this. Makom, regarding makom, regarding the place. Rabbah Ahmad do have a siman. Rabbah says makom is not considered a siman. So it comes out, we have two mahlukot over here so far. We have mahlukot on siman asuli that is. Is it a siman or not a siman? Now we have a mahlukot between rabah and rabah on makom. When you give the identification where the location is, when you give the place, is that considered a siman or not? That is the same. That is indeed a mahlukot as well. What is kirichot? Bundles, bundles of wheat, small bundles of wheat. Bereshut arabim, are elu shelo. Bereshut yachid notenu machriz. That's exactly like our Mishnah. Veha alumot, alumot are big bundles. Kirichot are small bundles, alumot are big bundles. Ben bereshut arabim. Uben bereshut yachid notenu machriz. Which means, if they're big bundles, no matter where they are, you have to return them. How does each rabbi learn this deen? Why? What's the problem? Look at Nashi. Nashi is on the the first wide line on the bottom here. According to Rabbi that says, 
that once you have a siman, that's asuli dares, it's not a siman, so therefore even by alumot, even by big stalks, they step on it, and therefore you should be able to keep it even in the shoot. Arabim. And according to Rava, that he learned the case of Kirichot, so about where there is no Siman, Maishina Kirichot, or Maishina Alumot. Why, when it comes to Kirichot, in the Rishut Harabim, Kirichot, he says what? That there's no Siman, but he says that uh, you're able to keep it by Kirichot. But when it comes to alumot, you're not allowed to keep it. What's the difference between the cases? So Gemara has to explain according to each opinion. Gemara says, Rabba metaret tameh b'siman. Rabba will explain the case according to the reason, even if there is a siman on it, like a shita. Rabba metaret tameh b'makom. And Rabba will explain according to shita that is referring to makom. What does it mean? Gemara explains. Rabba metaret tameh b'siman. Kirikot b'shut rabin hare elushelo. Like he says, Bishum de Midresa, because people step on them. And Siman Asulidares, Lade Siman. Even though it has Siman on it. But what? When it says the Shutra people are going to trample on it, if a guy's Miyaish. Bishut Yahid, Notelu Machris, Delo Midresa. And the Shut Yahid, people don't step on it because not too many people are walking. Therefore, you have to announce it. Ve'alumot. Then the Shutra Bim Bim Bishutim, Notelu Machris, Kevan de Gibihan. Since they're big, they're very, very big, they're very high. People don't trample on it. So therefore, if it has a siman, you have to return it, no question, even in the shoot and the people, because people are not going to step on them, because they're very, very high. There's a very simple difference between kirichot and alumot. And Abah will explain it according to his reason, and which means, if he learned the case of kirichot, no siman. And what's the logic? Kirichot, he says you can keep because there's no siman. But the siman is makom. Right? You announced the Makom. So as you explain it, it says, Kerichot, Prichot, Tervimare, Elusheloh, Dimineshavta. Because they move around. In the Shut Rabim, since they move around, there's no Siman of Makom. Therefore, you can keep the Kerichot. Prichot, Hayahid, Hayav, Lachriz. But in the Shut Rabim, you have to give it back. Why? De lo minnafta. Because they don't move around. Because the Shut Rabim, nobody's walking around over there. The Alumot. Whether it's in the I mean, you have to return it. Why? Since they're heavy. They do not move around. So therefore, but Aleph learns it like we just said, meaning really there's no siman on the item. So therefore, keep it. Because they move around. The guy cannot identify it by the place. There's no siman, but makom is a siman. However, by alumot, since they're very heavy, they don't move around. Therefore, the place could be a siman. Ben b'shut yachid, ben b'shut tadim, which means we can explain this b'raita. Ben l'raba, ben l'raba. Comes again, Moran continues. Tashema, kirichot shel nachtom. That is baker's bread. We learned in the Mishnah. Hare elu shelo. Because we said baker's bread. They all look the same. There's no siman on bakers. But therefore, we said you're able to keep it. Although, we make a diuk. But if it's private, homemade bread, you'd be hayav to announce it. Oh, Gibbara says, What's the reason why? Because everybody makes bread 
in their own identifiable way. The bread of a person is the bread of a person. Everybody knows, everybody has a cement on their bread. Oh, and it doesn't matter where you find it. Even if you find it in the public domain, you have to announce it because there is a demand on homemade bread. What do you see over here? That even though when you have the bread in the Rishut Rabim and people are stepping on it, still it's considered a simam. That's a proof to Lava. That says siman asuili dares avi siman. So the Gemara says to you, It's a question against Rabba with the hair. Because he said, no, siman asuili dares. People give up on it. What do you mean? Then that's the case. Why do you have to give back bread? Uh, you see what? Even though people step on it, people don't give up on it because there is a siman. Question against Rabba. Amalechad abarabas. Don't be don't be a question from bread. Because people do not pass by bread. When they go into the street and they see bread on the floor, for sure they don't step on it. Not only don't they step on it, but they pick it up. And therefore the owner is going to say, for sure somebody picked it up. And therefore they didn't trample it. And therefore, even though normally a siman, actually that is, it's not a siman. But that's one of the things people step on. But according to the law that says, you don't walk by bread and leave it on the floor. He says, somebody for sure picked it up in the interim and uh, before it got trampled, therefore they'll return it to me. That's why by Kikalachal Balabayit, you have to return it. Oh, what do you mean? We have Goyim also. The Jews have a law of But could be the, 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 the Goyim are in the neighborhood as well. Could be they stepped on it and therefore took away the Simam. Nukhrim, Haishelikeshafim, the Goyim, they're worried about witchcraft, which means they don't want to touch this bread. Because they think somebody put it over there with black magic or something, so they're spooked out from the bread. But they're going to leave it there. The Goyim are not going to even, they're not going to walk on it, they're not going to touch it, they're going to leave it there. So we're not worried about the Hashash of Goyim taking this bread. Oh, what about the, the animals? You have dogs. They're going to come along and eat the, uh, eat the bread, therefore the guy should give up. That's so not a case where there's no uh, dogs and there's no uh, uh, animals. Then we don't have to worry. So therefore, Rabba is able to answer the case of the bread, even though normally when you have an item in the shoot of the beam. Even if it has a siman on it, you can keep it. Because siman has to be there. It's quite Rabba. No, I have a siman. The siman gets through and the guy gives up. An item that people are not going to step on, you have to return it. Because the, the, the Balabai's bread is identifiable by a siman. Therefore, you have to return it. I... People going to walk over it, or they're going to either take it. The Yehudim means we do not pass over, meaning we do not let it stay there. Now the Gemara is going to give a few versions of how to learn our Mishnah. Let us say that is indeed this is a Mahloket Tanaim, meaning this Mahloket that we learned between Rabba and Rabba by Siman Dares. Is it considered a Siman or not? Let us say there is indeed a machloket amongst the Tanaim. Let us say it is a machloket Tanaim. What's the machloket? Actually, going back to our Mishnah. The Biyuda Omer, any item that has a shinui on it, that has a change, it's not normal, then the normal item, it's changed, therefore you have to announce it. For example, you found, say, a cake of pressed figs. And inside of it, there was a piece of pottery, kikar, or you found a loaf of bread, and you found money inside of it. 
that's obviously a shinui. Therefore, somebody must have placed it there. Therefore, you got to return it because therefore it's considered a siman. Now, that's the Mi'udah's opinion. Mechlal, the Tanakama Savar, Hare Elu Shelo. Must be that Tanakama argues in the Mi'udah that even if you find the piece of pottery in the cake of figs, and even if you find money in the bread, according to Tanakama, you can keep it. Now, what would be the Mahlokit between Tanakama and the Mi'udah? We understand the Mi'udah. Hey, you have a siman over here. Of course you'd have to return it. Why, why would Tanakama say that even if you have Chayres uh, in the Devela, in the, in the, in the and even if you have money in the bread, how can you say you can keep it? How are you have a siman? How are we going to explain this? So the Gemara says, Sevaruha. Sevaruha means the rabbis in the yeshiva, they tried to put a logic and tried to understand the nature of this siman. Oh. So we got to establish some premises first. Premise number one. This siman over here uh, of Cheres is considered a siman abam me'elab. Siman abam me'elab means it's possible that this cheres fell in on its own. Maybe the owner didn't put it there. It could be when the guy was making his bread, it could be his money fell in by its own. Now, if that's the case, it's not a siman. Obviously, we're going to say everybody holds a siman abam me'elab, a siman that's possible for it to come even by itself, it's still considered a siman. You don't assume that. You assume that what? When you see the cheres in the item, Someone put it there. When you see the, bread, the, the money in the bread, you got to assume, first of all, somebody put it. So it's a siman. It is a siman. Even though you could argue, oh, maybe just fell on it. No, no, siman, habam me'elav, That's premise number one. And you got to assume premise number two between the rabbis is what? People ma'avir on the ochli, which means people walk by the bread and they don't pick it up. Okay, they leave it in the, in the street. Okay, once you establish those two premises, now I'll explain to you the machlokin. The machlokin is my lab, the siman asli that is coming from here. And the machlokin is a siman a siman that's trampled on. Is it considered a siman or not? More sabar lo ave siman. Tanakama is going to hold what? Lo ave siman. Therefore, you can keep it. And more sabar lo is going to say ave siman. Instead of when they went to machlokin, the tanakama to be with you got to assume again to get to the machlokin of us. That is. You have to first set premises to get to the machlokin. Now, obviously, there's three variables over here we're dealing with. We introduce three variables. Number one variable is a siman habam me'ilam. The second variable is ma'avirim ala ochlim. And the third variable is siman asur that is. So the Gemara wants to create a variable situation to make the machlokin on siman asur that is. So the only way you can make that machlokin is, 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 is saying the following Number one, rule number one. When it comes to a siman that comes by itself, everybody's going to hold to siman. So therefore, this item over here, this bread that has money in it, is considered a siman. Okay, number one. Number two, we can also assume, now as we said before, people will walk by bread. You don't have to pick up the bread, people will walk by bread. Okay, if that's the case, so that means people are going to step on it. Because people don't have to pick it up, it's going to get trampled. Oh, so what's the Mahlotin, Tanakama, and the Biuda? A Siman. Nobody holds it to Siman. That is going to be Lidaris. That's going to get, is it a Siman or not? Tanakama says that you can keep the bread. It's going to get trampled. The guy says, forget about it. There goes my Siman. That's not going to be identifiable. And according to Biuda, say no. Siman has to do this. Have a Siman. Therefore, Chayab Lachri. So therefore, we, we structured the Mishnah. To say that the Mahloket Tanakama and Rabbi Yudah is indeed on Simana, so that's exactly like the Mahloket between Abba and Rava. Comes the and says, Amar Rabzvid Meshemeh the Rava. Rabzvid said in the name of Rava. 
איס על כדעתך. וכעס עבדת נקמה. סימן עשוי לדרס כלבי סימן. If you want to say like you said, that סימן עשוי לזכות את הנקמה, it's not a סימן, that's why you can keep the bread. ומעבדים על האוכל. And then you're allowed to walk by the bread, you can walk over it. עיקרות של בעל הבית רשות רבים. Oh, there is a simple question. The loaves of a בעל הבית, privately owned bread, privately baked bread, רשות רבים, המים מכריז. So why do you have to announce it? Because even though it's identifiable, but people are going to step on it, so the Qadar used to be able to keep it, means you're wrong. Because Tarakama said, well, by privately baked bread, what's the deal with your father, Shut Rabin? You've got to give it back. Why? Siman. What do you mean? If you tell me that people walk over the bread, and you tell me that what? That Siman Asuri, that is, so have a Siman, so they'll step on the privately baked bread as well. And therefore, it's not going to be a Siman. Therefore, the Qadar, you're learning wrong. Because according to the way you set up the Mishnah, it doesn't make sense. Tanakama's ruling by Kikarot Shabal Abayit. Why then Bereshut Rabim? Are you Hayav Lachri to be able to keep them? Good question. Hmm? Again, if you're telling me, you set up the Mishnah. Number one, you tell me that Tanakama holds. People step on bread. No problem. And you tell me what? Siman Asuri that is. Not a Siman. Because people step on a guy gives a pole. So then why did Tanakama say that Kikarot Shabal Abayit, not baker's bread, homemade bread, Why do you have to uh, give it back? You should be able to keep it, Bishut Rabim. Because bottom line, people walk over it. And Siman Asur that is, so I have a Siman. You should be able to keep it. So you, you contradict yourself. So David said, the way you set up the Mishnah does not make sense. So then we have to rehash the interpretation of the Mishnah. Again, we're always going to play with these variables. It's just how we're going to, you know, which side we're going to take. So we go with the variables again. Number one. Oh, we're going totally different way now. Really, I'll tell you, everybody holds a siman that you step on. Doesn't matter. It's considered a siman nonetheless. The guy doesn't give up. And people step on bread. But so what? Siman asulidares. Have a siman. Oh, you know what the machlok in the Mishnah is? The siman haba me'elav kamepalgeh. The machlok is going to be on the other variable. A siman that can happen by itself, like the pottery falling into the cake of figs or the money falling into the bread, is that a siman or not? When you find money in the bread, it's not a siman, it could be a family by itself. And the owner is going to say, ah, for sure the guy is going to keep it himself, he's not going to announce, because he's going to think that it fell in by itself, so if he's going to, he's going to give up. No, the owner's not going to give up because she says, no, the people who see bread in there, they're going to assume that somebody put it there. So that's the machlok. And therefore that explains why kikarot balabayit, you have to return. Because again, siman asuri, that is, have a siman. Therefore, by kikarot balabayit, they're going to have to return. But the machlok, by the case of the money in the bread, is a siman abam me'elat, is the machlok or not. So that's another way of learning the Mishnah. Comes I know, so this, this works good according to Rava. Because Rava was the one, this is the way Rava is going in the Mishnah. Because Rava is the Shita that says what? Siman Asuili Dares. He holds that what? Siman Asuili Dares. Havi Siman. Right. So therefore, he learned the Mishnah that everybody holds Siman Asuili Dares is a Siman. Oh, so then why are you able to, can people step on bread? Oh, and that's why Kikarot Shabala buy it, you have to return. Because it's a siman. You have got to give it back. Oh, so why buy the money in the bread? Because money in the bread, then we have another lachlokit. The siman abame elav 
Is it considered a siman or not? Beautiful. So Rava, Rava learned the Mishnah, the Shittato. Siman Ashurah have a siman. And everything is good. Now, how's Rabba going to learn the Mishnah? There's no Avesiman. You always go with the three variables. Rabba says, Go to Shitato. Siman Ashurah Dares. No Avesiman. There were people trample on it. No, not a Siman. But you know what he holds also? People won't step on bread. So, therefore, uh, when it comes to Kikarot Shabbat, buy it. The reason you have to return it is. Because it's not Asuri Dares. People won't step on it. Oh, so I'm with the Look in the Mishnah by the, the, the money in the bread. Because people are going to give up hope because they'll say the guy's going to keep it for himself because he's going to say it came from uh, by itself. I didn't put it there. Beautiful slavery. Each rabbi basically is learning the Mishnah. For this Gemara, again, all you have to remember is again, you're playing with the three variables. You know, and therefore, you can, each rabbi will, you know, adjust the variables to make it, the Mishnah come out according to his shita. Very simple. Ika de Amri. Okay, now some have a different version of this whole subject we just mentioned. They have a different version of it. Again, it's just, going over and over, back to the Mishnah, how to learn the Mahloket, the Biyudah, the Tarakamah, by the case where you found money in the bread. Ika de Amri. We have another version. Sevaruha. Sevaruha means the rabbis in the yeshiva, they try to put some logic to the Mishnah. Okay, variable number one. A siman that comes by itself is a siman. If everybody holds the, the money in the bread, it's a siman. Even though, it's, even though it could have came by itself, everybody holds it, it's a siman. Oh, but a siman that's trampled on is not a siman. I mean, the guy is miyayish. Because he says my siman is going to get trampled. So what's the machloket? My love. Oh, the machloket is going to be, do people trample bread or not? And therefore, more sabar ma'abirim. Tanakama is going to say, people trample on the bread. And therefore, what's going to happen? The siman is going to get ruined. And therefore, that's why you can keep it. More sabar in ma'abirim. And if you that says in ma'abirim, therefore, they're not going to trample on the bread. Therefore, the siman is still in. If we got to return it. So this is a new way of learning the Mahlokan now. The Mahlokan is in Ma'avidim or in Ma'avidim? Amar Avzvid Impossible to learn the Mishnah like this. Why? If you're going to hold that what? That Siman Atsudaris is not considered a Siman. And you're saying that what? People step on bread. Why then do you have to give back private bread? If you're telling me that people step on bread, and siman asudres love is siman, you should be able to keep the, the, the private bread. Because, again, we said that what? Home-baked bread has a siman on it. Beautiful. So you have home-baked bread, and the mutzadin, machriz. Why machriz? If you're learning Tanakhama says that siman asudres is not considered a siman, because the guy gives up, and you tell me that people step on bread, why do you have to return uh, the brother, the homemade bread? Which is the way you're learning doesn't fit according to Tanakhama's opinion by the homemade bread. Again, the way you set up the variables, it's not going to fit. Because again, the variables in this shita is what? Everybody holds siman asudares, lo siman. Which means when a guy steps on, uh, things get trampled, the guy gives up. Uh, it's going to get trampled by siman. No, I'm not going to be able to identify. And everybody holds, wah, people step on. Uh, no, and Tanakhama holds, wah, you could step on bread. 
the poor bread. A siman has to do this to have a siman. So why do you have to return uh, homemade, homemade bread? The chalash should be able to keep it. You're right. Ela, one more change. Amar Rav Zvid. Shemed Ravadi Kula Amar Savdi Siman Asudaris. Savdi Siman. Again, Ravadi is going to learn according to Shita. Siman Asudaris is a Siman. I mean, even though it gets trampled, people say, oh, I'm, I'll identify it. Don't worry. Umavirim ala ochlim. And everybody holds what? You trample bread. Also, no problem. If you trample bread, but it's a Siman still, that's what Kikarot Shil Malabai, you have to return. Is a siman that can come by itself. That's when you find money in the bread. It's like a siman. But if you have a siman, that's why Rabbah would have been able to learn the Mishnah, the Shitato, that siman is considered a siman. But Rabbah Siman that's normally trampled is not considered a siman. But people don't step on bread. Oh, so therefore, when you have kikarot shabal abayit, is when you have to return because people don't won't step on it. Therefore, the siman is intact. Is a siman that comes by itself. For example, like money in bread or chedes in the cake of figs. That's, the, that's all the ways, basically, to learn the Mishnah. So basically, we learn every option. Those three things. That's the simple uh, way of learning the Mishnah. And... Comes out, we have a machlok between Rava and Rava. That's not changing. On Siman Asudaris, is it a Siman or not? And the, the, the question was, is that the machlok in the Mishnah? You could go either way. You could uh, say, yeah, you could say no. And the Gemara says, lema ketana. Lema means, let us say, but it doesn't mean it is indeed inclusive. Okay, now we go to the further new piece. Okay, the Gemara continues three lines from the bottom. Ve'amar Rav Zvid, Mishnah Rava. Rav Zvid said in the name of Rava. Four lines from the bottom. The klal, when it comes to objects that you find. Once the owner says, He says those words, Woe to me for the loss of money. Then already you know, that's considered yush. When a guy says, ah, that's it, woe to me to the loss of money. That's considered as if he made Yehush. Ve'amar Rav Zvid, Meshemed Rava, Hilcheta, Kirichot Berishut Rabim. If you find Kirichot, those are small bundles, if you find them in Rishut Rabim, Are'elu Shelo, you can keep them. That's like HaMishnah. Berishut Yahid. Oh, but if you find it, let's say, in the private domain, now, depends. Iderich Nefilah, if you see that the way they fell, they fell in a scattered way. I Meaning, you see somebody, you see they fell from the, from the owner. Then even in the Shuta Yaqeed, you'll be able to keep it. Because you're not going to be able to use Makom for a Siman. In the Shuta Yaqeed, we said, even if let's say these bundles don't have a Siman on it. But we said in the Shuta Yaqeed, the guy uses the place as a Siman. However, if, it, if you see the way it fell, the guy doesn't know where they fell. 
So therefore, you if you could see the way that they're on the floor, that it felt derech nefila, so the guy does not have his makom per siman, therefore you'll be able to keep it even in the shoot, hayachit, he derech hanacha, but if you see it was placed in the shoot, you see it's like it's stacked up in a certain place, lotelu machriz, veze vaze bedavar she'en bo siman, even in a place where it does not have a siman, again, in the shoot hayachit, even without a siman, You'd have to return it. How are you going to return it? How's the guy going to identify? By the makom. But that's only when you see it. It's, it, 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 it looks like it was placed there. But if it looks like it fell there, then you could keep it. Because how's the guy going to identify by place? He doesn't even know it fell. I mean, it, it fell. scattered. He doesn't know where, where it fell. Aval. But if the kirikot have a siman, it doesn't matter where you find it. But as a siman... Ben derech nefila, ben derech anacha. Whether you see it scattered or whether you see it placed, hayav lachliz. Why? Because who's making the statement over here? Zava. And what is zava old? Siman asui lidares have siman. So therefore, uh, if you hold like zava, that says siman asui lidares have siman. Therefore, if you have a siman on this kirichot. I don't care where it falls. Even the shoot for me, you have to give it back. Our people stepped on it, but people step on it. So what? Siman asu, this is a siman. They're going to have to give it back. So the machlok, because Olava, we'll learn the case of kirichot. When do we say kirichot, the shoot for me, you don't have to return it. There's no, there's no siman. However, if there is a siman, even the shoot for the beam, you have to return it. Aye, they're trampling it. So what? Siman asu, that is. Have a siman. It's still a siman. Therefore, you can still have to return. That's the way Olava is going to learn le shitato. Good. Very good. Come to the Gemara and continues a quote from our Mishnah. What is that? Strings of fish. Those days, the fishermen, when they would catch fish, what did they do? They string them. So you found one of these strings of fish. What's the Mishnah say? So you can keep it. The Torah says, Am I, why could you keep it? They tie it, they make a knot. Let the knot be a siman. Then we should be able to give it back. We should announce it. It's talking about the trapper's knot, which is a standard knot. Every trapper t- 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 ties it like that. Therefore, it's not identifiable. Oh, let the number of fish on the string be a siman. We're talking where they use the standard number. It seems the trappers would put, the fishermen would use put a certain number, like 10 fish on a string. So if, if, it's the, if, if it's the normal number that people normally put, that's not going to be a siman. So they ask the question of sheshat. Minyan, have a siman or no have a siman? Generally speaking, is the number of an item, if you can identify the number, is that considered a legitimate siman or not? Amalu Rav Sheshat, Tanitua, we learned in the Brayta. Matzah kile kesef uchle nechoshet. Let's say you found vessels of kesef, uh, silver, or nechoshet, copper. Gesteron shil avar. You found, let's say, kelim of lead. Nechod kelim matchodo. For that matter, any metal vessels, hareze lo yadid. You don't return it. Ad shiiten ot, either until the guy gives a siman, or, or he gives the weight 
of how much the weight of the item is. So the Gemara says, the fact that your weight is considered a man, the midah, size and quantity, will also be a siman as well, because they're all the same concepts. So therefore, in the Chalamet, the is answering, minyan is a siman. The guy comes along and says, yeah, there was 14 fish on the uh, string, but that's not the normal number. The guy comes up with that number, then already it's, uh, he has to give the fish back. Now, what do we say? Cuts of meat. You found a piece of cut uh, meat on the uh, on the floor in the shoot of the What do we say? Keep it. What do you mean? Amai siman. Let the guy identify by the weight. Let him come along and say, yeah, it was two and a half pounds uh, of meat. But then we just say mishkala siman. Why should you be able to keep it? Shut up The guy will identify it by the mishkala. We're talking about a standard cut. Where the butchers all cut the standard cut, therefore it's the same weight, therefore it's not going to be identifiable. What do you mean? Let the cut of meat, what type of meat was it? Which is the meat itself should be the, uh, um, uh, a, 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 a siman. So the Gemara says, for example, what, what's going to be the, uh, the uh, piece of meat? Or the dafka, that she says, let's say it was a piece from the neck, or that she says uh, flanking. Did I see, or the dafka? That's the place, like the thigh, it seems it, uh, like the pulse of the, of the animal, when the animal gets tired, that's where like the, uh, the pulse is. In any event, or the atma, atma is like what, the, uh, atma is the leg? Yeah, atma is the erich, uh, atma is like the, 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 uh, the, the leg of the thigh of the animal. So what's dafka? Dafka is, is the neck of the animal? Or it's kisalim? And I explained the kisalim. That's like the, uh, next to the, the fat, next to the heart. What's the English she says in kisalim? Oh, no, on the first one, on, on dafka. Is the neck or on the... Oh, also from the thigh. Okay. Which is basically what I'm saying. Identified from the cut of meat. So the Gemara says, Milo Tanya, didn't we learn in a Braita? Matzachatichot Dagim. Let's say you found a uh, piece of fish, cut fish, Vedag Nashuch. And you found, let's say, one of the fish was bitten. Siman, Hayav Lachris. You have to announce why, because the bit fish is already a Siman. Habiyot Shilyayin. Let's say you found barrels of wine, Vishil Shemin, or barrels of oil, Vishil Tibua, or of wheat, Vishil Grogrot. Grogrot is what? Dried figs. So basically, the question is just like why the fish. You're saying that if the fish is identifiable, you have to return it. Let the meat be returned. Let the guy identify the style of meat or the cut of meat that uh, he lost. The Gibbara says no. Which means the reason why by the fish it says fish, you have to return. There's two types of fish. There's dagim and dagnashuch. Right? So you see what? We're assuming that the guy's going to come along and say, oh yeah, it was a blue fish. So they'll say the style of fish and they give it to Michael. So say so, 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 so the same thing by the meat. Let the guy come along and say it was the flanking. Let the guy come along and say it was the neck. Oh, you know what the pshat is now? When it said that you have to return the fish, the fish was cut in a certain shape. The shape, saying the style of fish, that doesn't prove anything. It can be a lot of people uh, lost that uh, uh, style. But when your person has a special way of cutting the fish, that already is a siman. 
מחתיך לאטלתה קרנתה. רבה ברבונה, he used to cut his meat like a triangle. Like you see that she, see the picture in that she? That's the way he used to cut his meat. Why? Because he used to want to give it to his uh, uh, wife. He used to send it with a goy. So he didn't want the goy to switch the meat. So he put a siman that this was his meat. <coughs> so he cut it in a certain shape so the goy cannot switch the meat. Oh, now if a guy comes along and says, yeah, the meat was cut in a triangle, you can keep it. Same thing with the fish. The reason why fish you have to announce is only because fish was cut in a certain shape. And now it makes sense why the case of the fish, we gave two cases. You have fish or you have fish that was bitten. What are the two cases? Just like Dagnashuch, a fish that has a bite out of it, that's a siman. Because the shape of the fish is noticeably different. Similarly, when it said regular fish after it, there must be talking about where the fish was actually cut in a specific shape. Same thing by the meat. If the meat is cut in a certain shape, you're right. But just to announce here, if there was the, uh, it was the flanking, it was the neck, that doesn't, that, that's not enough. Anybody can lose that. You have to tell me exact shape. Obviously, the Mishnah was talking about a, a piece of meat that was not cut in an abnormal way. Therefore, the deen is, he's allowed to keep it. Amar Mor, we just learned. Chabiyot Shelyayim, you have barrels of wine. Veshel Shemen, barrels of oil. Veshel Tibu'ah, or of Grain, veshel grogrot, dried pigs, veshel zetim, or of olives. Hare elu shelo, you could keep. You see these items, they're no simanic barrels. Everybody has barrels, the same barrels. Whatever you keep it. What do you mean we learned in the Mishnah? Kade yayin, vekade shemen. Hayav lachris, head-on collision. The Mishnah clearly says that you gotta announce them. Make up your mind. You know what the Mishnah that says you have to return the barrels? It's Rashum. What does Rashum mean? Rashi explains. Rashi goes to a whole long explanation what Rashum means. Rashi himself was a wine merchant. So he knows exactly these uh, processes that were done. A person sells wine, a wine merchant, let's say, sells it to the Hanut, to the, to the, to the, to the store. Now, the wine is a, is a barrel, and on the barrel they put a migufa. Migufa is a, a covering, and they tar it to seal it so the aroma stays in the wine. Now, sometimes the guy from the Hanut, the storekeeper, he doesn't sell it right away, uh, but he wants to taste the wine. So what he does is he makes a little hole in the, in the covering, in the cover, to taste it a little, and then what he does is he seals it again. That's called rashum. Now, it seems that each guy has a, uh, his own style of making a reshima, a ceiling on the, on the barrel. Oh, so therefore, when you have to return it, when it's rashum. Because then already the Hanut guy can come along and say, yeah, by the way, as a rashum like this. But she'enked in the Mishnah that said you can keep it, you had a regular barrel with a standard cover, with standard tar on it, therefore there's no stima. So it depends. If it's rashum, it's considered a stima. If it's not rashum, it's not considered a stima. Very simple. The Gemara says, de baraita bepatua. So it must be the Braita that you're telling me you could keep must be talking, it's an open barrel. Which is again, because the Gemara is, is, is contrasting. If you tell me the case that you have to return it, it means there was a seal of the, of the, of the merchant. Must be the case you can keep is talking about where the cover is off. The Gemara says, 
Abedah Medaati. Of course, Pashut. If the cover is off, for sure he can keep it. Of course, the guy gives up. Because once it's open already, it's subject to the animals and the rodents and all the other things. I don't need a Mishnah to come and tell me if you find an open barrel of wine, then you can keep it. For sure, the guy's Miyayish. So give me the case that says you can keep it. And I'm not going to accept that you tell me a case somewhere where there's no cover on it at all. That's too obvious. Amar Boshiyah, Vimatsif. Oh, no, it's Matif. What does Matif mean? Like we said, the cover is on it, and it's sealed. It just was never opened. Therefore, that's okay. So Hadush is, it is covered. So therefore, it's not subject to animals eating and stuff like that, but it's not a Siman. Because everybody covers their barrels in the same way. Therefore, the Deen is, you can keep it. So it's Matsif. Matsif means the regular covering. And Rashu means where the storekeeper punctured it in order to taste it a little, and then he... Cover it again. Also, oh, in that case over there, that's considered a simam. Another answer. I can tell you what, both cases are talking about where the barrel was punctured and then resealed. In one case, you could keep it, and in one case, you have to return it. What's the difference? Depends. During the uh, season that the merchants sell their, uh, their goods, there's a, a, a season where the, the merchants buy the, the, the wine, and then they, they sell it. Now, if it's before the season that you're selling it, so this guy punctured his wine, and then he put a seal on it, since most people don't even puncture their wine during that time of year, so this, that shroom is going to be a... Siman. Masha'en can, at the time of the, uh, before the season starts, when no one's selling the wine, everybody punctures it, and then they feel it again. So therefore, if it's at the time where everybody's making Rishima, it's not going to be considered a Siman. But if it's a time where it's not normal to make Rishima, it's normally to open it and sell, and this guy's making a, a, a Rishima, then it'll be considered a it all depends what time of year do you find it. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Before the storages were opened. People are not selling barrels yet. One guy bought a barrel before the 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 like the vat or the not the vat. Um, the storehouses are open. Before the storehouses are opened, which means this guy is before the season. So when you find a barrel before the, the season that has a Rishima on it, okay, one guy did it. Therefore, you could identify it. But at the time where it's, it's the season where people are buying, all the honey will do this. They all break it open, they taste it, and they reseal it. He's not, and you can't tell. It's all the same. There's, there's thousands of barrels like this. According to this, it depends what time of year you found the Rishima. If you found it at the time where the storehouses are not open yet, so one guy bought a barrel, he tasted it, he put a seal on it. Oh, I return it. I shake it if it's the time where everybody's doing it. It seems all the seals were really the same according to this answer. Therefore, you could keep it. Comes the Gibran says, like a story. He found a barrel of wine. After the storehouses were open, came in front of Abaye, Amale, Zil, Shekol, and Nafshach. 
keep it for yourself. You know why you keep it for yourself? Because the Rishima is not considered a Siman, because everybody is doing it that time of year. Therefore, you are able to keep it. Amara continues. Makom have siman or no have siman? Is makom is the the description of the place where the item was found? If you describe, yeah, it was in this place. Is that considered a siman or not? Amale tanituha, as we learned it. Matza habiyot shel yain v'shel shemen v'shel tibua v'shel grogrot. You found the barrel of wine, barrel of oil. Barrel of wheat, barrel of dried figs, v'shel zetim or barrel of olives. Hare elu shelo. You could keep them because there's no siman. V'isal kadatach nemakom evesiman. But if you're saying that the place is a siman, lechroz makom, you should announce the place. Which means you should announce you found something. The guy will come along and say, yeah, well, it was in this place over there, and then that should be a siman. <coughs> From the fact that said you could keep it. Must be that makom is not considered a siman. Amar of Zvi, the Chabimaraskinan, Berakta de Nahara. What does it mean, Berakta de Nahara? Rashi. Vayayin balarid bisfina. The wine comes by boat. Vanokhim mefrina sefina. The people on the boat empty out the boat on the port. That's what Rakta de Nahara really means, the port. Umanicho asfat nahar. Which means it's on the port. That's not considered a siman. Because that's where the, the wine always is. The problem is, could be uh, that as they were loading up, they're taking the wine, they forgot a barrel over there. So in a place where it's the normal place for it to be, so God comes and says, yeah, where was it? It was at the port. That's, uh, that's not a siman. That's why that place is not considered a, a siman. Maybe regular makom is a siman. But that case over there is an obvious place. Amar of Mori, Maitama Amru Rabbanam, Rakta de Nahara, Loavisiman, which means, why did the rabbi say that when you find the barrel at the port, Rakta de Nahara, it's not a siman? Damrina ne, because we say, Ki hechi de tramele didach, etramena me le habrach. Right. Just like you could have lost it and forgot it, could be your friend forgot it also. So siman, you know, by the port. Who says it's yours? There's a hundred people that uh, unload the boat and they take it from the port. So just like you lost, it could be somebody else lost. That's not a siman. What's the reason why the rabbi said that makom is not a siman? According to the Gemara is not asking by the port. The Gemara is asking why in general do you say makom is not a siman? Just like you could have left it in this place, somebody else could have left an item in that place as well. So according to the second explanation, it's much more strict. The first explanation is saying, no, a port is not a siman, but maybe other places is a siman. The second shot is saying, no, any makom is not going to be a siman. Because you could always say, oh, it was that place over there. Well, so who says that place? Maybe somebody else left a similar item in that place. So the second ikadam uh, is being more... Strict on even a more specific makom is not going to be a siman. 
So that's what we have Kamina, where you came along and gave a specific place. According to the first Pshat, it is a Simat, only a port, no. According to the second Pshat, no, all Makom. Because you could say, just like you left an item in this space, spot, somebody else also left an item in that spot. No Ra'ayah, that it's yours. Hau Gavra, the Ashkach Kufra, Bim Ma'asarta. He found Zephit. What's Zephit? Like a tar. And he found it, there's no Siman on tar. He found it Bim Ma'asarta. What's Bim Ma'asarta? By the wine press. Okay, that's where they uh, crushed the grapes. So he came in front of Rav. Go take it for yourself. So he saw he was Megamgim, meaning Rabbi told me he can keep it, but like he was a little hesitant. He was hesitant to keep it. You have a doubt? I'm so confident that this belongs to you. Go split it with my son, Hiya. If you, have, if you, mean, if you have a problem, you think it's Gezel or something like that, no problem. Go take the item, split it with my son, and uh, no problem. So the Gemara says, Lema kasavar rav, makom lo avesiman? Is that the reason? Rashi. Lema kasavarav makom lo avesiman. The Gemara is trying to understand Rav's words. Does Rav hold that, that makom is not a siman? Because otherwise he should have announced the makom. Why did he tell the who found this item? Uh, Baba. So he thought you could keep it. What do you mean? You found it in the wine press. The chaura. He should have told him. No, you have to announce because it's in a special place. So must be Rav, we can deduce some here, doesn't hold that Makom is a Siman. And the fact he told him to keep it, put it with my son, no problem, he doesn't go with Makom. Someone else says, no. Amar of Abba, Mishum Yehush Ba'alim Nag'uba. No, this is a different subject. This has to do with Yehush. The Haza, the Kadhe Be'halfe. Because he saw that she says, already the, on the tar was growing already like uh, weeds. So therefore, it was very old. So therefore he said, the guy didn't come and claim it yet. By this time it must be Yehush. Therefore, it could be that Holtz Makum generally is a Siman. When you see something that's so old, he assumed that the guy already made Yehush. That's why he told him he's able to keep it. Amen, amen.